This is Your Life, God's Truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and on the phone is Pastor Gus. It's been way too long. How are you, sir? I'm good. It feels like it's been so long. I barely remember my own name, let alone yours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's awesome. If you hear any banging in the background, there's big road construction going on right outside the window, and they're tearing up sidewalks, so... They drop a chunk into a trailer or something, and you might hear that. So that's well. They might drop a chunk of asphalt. We're going to drop some chunks of truth bombs. Oh, I like that. Yes, that's how, that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, boy. Uh, big things going on up in War Road, where you are, of course. You just had a big Fourth of July community service, but let's start out with uh, making sure everybody knows you've got a big concert coming to War Road. We're touching on it a little bit here at QFM, but. Former newsboys heading north. Yeah, a couple former newsboys coming to town. So that's pretty cool. Excited to to do that happening right across the street from our church. There's a hmm. a beautiful park that was made uh, right across the street, and we just are blessed enough to be yeah. right in the thick of it. And it's pretty cool. A bunch of churches getting together to help out with it. The way it sounds. Yeah, yeah. Tons of churches, and uh, it's a free concert. Yes. Um, yeah, just a straight up. We're hoping for many hundreds, if not a thousand people. Yeah. Like that would be great. Wow, and the park is big enough for that. The way it sounds, and probably parking your, your church parking lot, huh? Yeah, it'll pack our parking lot. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all good stuff. We'll talk more about that. Uh, our country just turned two hundred and forty-five years old. That's how, how old that? we are, huh? I wouldn't have known that. Two forty-five. Yeah. You know, and in fact, I was reading an article where our big—and there's a name for being two hundred and fifty. Sesquicentennial, you know what I mean? Centennial-ish oh, sure. kind of thing. So there's already a commission that is formed to uh, get ready for that, but they're making it like super inclusive, you know, already, because obviously you got Biden at the wheel right now and of course, all yeah. this kind of stuff. And so, you know, they, well, they realize there's people who don't like our country and, and uh, aren't in the same vein when it comes to how our country was founded, you know, the whole 1619 garbage. So we're just hearing a lot more about that, maybe because of the 4th of July. Gus, I heard some interviews with college students who are basically brainwashed that, oh, yeah, well, this country, independence for who? Just the white people, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, <laughs> and one more thing before I turn it over to you. Uh, since we talked, there's been a lot of these stories of parents, moms and dads, going to school board meetings and saying, you know what? Enough is enough when it comes to critical race theory, to transgenderism, uh, you know, completely transforming things in schools. And you've probably followed it a little bit. I mean, I think it's good. I think people, especially people of faith, uh, when you're talking about how God created us, we've got we got to take a stand, Gus. We have to. I mean, we, we don't have to, I guess. We can still go to heaven if we don't take a stand. But the goal for my life isn't just to get to heaven. It's yeah. to bring heaven to earth. And in order to have some heaven on earth, we've got to have some biblical principles. And so I love the fact that people are getting involved in local politics, school board politics, and, and are just saying, come on, if you're yeah. born with boy parts, you're going to stay a boy. <laughs> for, yeah. And I'm not going to call you a girl. I'm not going to be forced to call you she when i know for sure that you are a he yeah i mean i get it it's different if somebody looks that way you don't know their history you you just get fooled 
and that's that's not the issue. The issue is if you're trying to call yourself a he and you're really a she, you're the one that's being fooled. Yeah. Well, and there's just so much information out there now, too, of, you know, young kids that are doing this or think they should do this and how just unhealthy that is and how the vast majority of people that might be struggling with their identity, things change when they get just a little bit older and a little further down the road. And so to take drastic steps at a young age is a big, big mistake. So yeah, that's just who the way doesn't it is. struggle with who they really are from time to time, for goodness sake? We all do. But if you're going to struggle with who you really are in the most fundamental issue of what sex you are, that's, that's beyond struggling. I mean, that's delusion. Yeah. And we need to be okay saying that. And I don't hate the transgender community because I believe that you're believing a delusion, um, but what gets me mostly is there's so many Christians that won't engage in that uh, argument. They just they will just stay quiet and, and basically elevate the meek-mannered Jesus above the Jesus that really shook the world. Yeah. And uh, I'm not against meekness, that's for sure, when meekness calls for it, but I am for aggressiveness when aggressiveness is being called for, and that yeah. aggressiveness is being called for in the area of sexuality in our culture today. Mm. Let me give you a headline. This is just today. Chicago schools to give free condoms to fifth graders and up, noting that society has changed. So they think it's changed, so they've got to hand out condoms to fifth graders on up. Uh, Oof, you know, really? How about uh, expecting more? Yeah. from our our young people like hey abstinence is a great message yeah it is a fantastic message that almost everybody would be even in agreement and then you've got a few people that catch some headlines because they're in positions of authority that talk about condoms for fifth graders that's incredible to me i mean if somebody walked up to my fifth grader and said hey you know you're going to need this someday It'd be hard for me not to punch him in his eyeball. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And another one, another headline, and uh, you know this guy, Pastor David Jeremiah, extremely well-respected, and he uh, is out today urging parents that believe in Jesus and biblical truth to reject public schools because they are brainwashing our children. And he's not wrong, is he? No, he's not. I mean, categorically, you can't say that about every school district for sure. Yeah. But most school districts aren't really teaching biblical values, right? They're, yeah. they're you know, the, the, the textbooks that they buy are textbooks that are even designed to rob biblical values. And listen, all my kids are in the public school. My wife is employed at the public school. She's our local librarian. Yeah. Um, so I'm not anti-public school, uh, but when somebody wants to reorient the the teachings that I'm trying to teach my kids, I just I have to be able to to combat that. And sometimes combating those teachings is to remove them altogether from those teachings. Yeah, we've got to get on these school boards. We really do. People of faith, if you feel God tugging at you to do that, please do that. Uh, we need that. We need good, wise 
people who love Jesus, know his word, to be in positions of authority and leadership. So, man, I, I, I'm hoping and praying we're seeing a wave of that right now. Uh, I want to urge you to watch something. I watched this last night. The lieutenant governor of North Carolina, he's this big black dude, okay? And he gave a speech on the 4th of July. Oh, man, he's a conservative. He loves Jesus. And, you know, he was basically, by the time he was done, and it's only a clip, it's probably about six, seven minutes. But he just, at the end, he was saying, you socialists and communists, we're coming for you because we're not just going to sit here and take this. I mean, and he's talking about critical race theory and, and, you know, racism. He's just going, what are you talking about? Racism, you know, and he's the lieutenant governor of North Carolina That's for crying awesome. out loud. Yeah, for so long I've felt that Christians have been too much playing defense and yeah. not playing offense, right? So yeah. let's throw the ball into the end zone instead of trying to keep the devil out. Yeah. Oh, and, and today there was, uh, I was reading this, there's a, a gal who is African-American, but uh, I think she's half, half white. And so she's been around white people her whole life. And so she grew up uh, you know, pretty normal. She knew the Lord. She was you know, pretty conservative, but she went to college and they were trying to convince her that white people and, you know, were just horrible people. And, you know, convincing her about white privilege and Some all that. <laughs> and she, well, true, but she's sitting there. They're just saying widespread. I mean, you right. you know right. that. I mean, it's like everybody is racist, you know. And she's like, uh, no, no, I didn't. that wasn't my experience at all, at all. And she's pretty dark. And uh, she's just to a point now where she's educating herself. She's become very conservative, and she's borderline candace owens now you know and oh, it's cool. so good to see that and to hear that uh where i do think that you know the more they push it's going to backfire have you thought about that much yeah i think it is ultimately you know i don't know that it will backfire but i, I certainly there are some pockets that will because yeah. lunacy you know is running rampant like i did a funeral today at my church for a native american man and I told the whole group, uh, because sometimes there's this issue between Jesus being the white Jesus. He's a white God. Mm -hmm. And I just said, y you know, you guys, Jesus, the man that I worship, the man that I will do anything for and die for, was not white. He was darker than almost everybody in this room. And most yeah. of the room was Native Americans. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it's just good for wow. us to remember that Jesus... He wasn't white. <laughs> yeah, that's so. That's <laughs> right? so and I true. worship him, and so, so anyway, that's just part of the, the crazy racial situation that we got going on. People think yeah. Jesus was even white. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it is refreshing to see people standing up and fighting back. At the same time, you know, I heard some clips of these college students, who there was one in particular, and I mentioned this last night on on the evening show. She was from Georgia, and she grew up, you know, typical conservative Bible Belt kind of thing in Georgia. But then she said, well, then I came here, and this was either American University or Georgetown University. And she said, and, and when I got here, I learned the truth. I learned that what I had been taught when I was younger was just all a lie, that our country was founded on 
racism and, and just how bad we are. And, and so I am not proud of our country, you know. I mean, that, that's hard to hear. I mean, that, that is that's oh. definitely regrettable, but the history is there. Yeah. But, of course, the devil, because he is a wonderful master manipulator and liar, he's going to lie in every you know, chance he can, he can get. And yeah. we just have to be able to combat those lies with the truth, and that's what Christianity does best if people speak up. Yeah. So there are people listening to us right now that wouldn't have conversations like we're having, even with their own families, you know, at, you know, Easter dinner, because they don't want to offend some, you know, Mm -hmm. liberal in the family. And I'm just saying, you and I are talking about it online. There's thousands of people listening to us right now. Yeah. So please take, you know, take courage from the fact that we have no fear. Bill and Gus don't have a fear, and you don't either. And if we continue to live fearless, then Jesus gets promoted more than he is now. Amen. I think about that girl, and I guarantee you her parents probably thought she was ready. She was ready to take on maybe some liberal thought that she'd run into. I mean, if they were that naive that, you know, they didn't think she would run into that going to Georgetown or American University, then they've got a problem. But they probably thought, you know, hey, we raised her in the church, and she's probably good, and she can go there and get this prestigious uh, education and she'll be fine but she isn't fine so right. i mean that is something that parents are going to have to really think about and pray about when it's uh, college time for their Absolutely. kids my daughter my 11 year old daughter said to me yesterday and she's joking about this but she said did you just assume my gender <laughs> what <laughs> and she was teasing and yeah. i was like honey you don't want to believe that junk right Clearly, oh, you know, and she's like, uh-huh, you assume my gender. So she's teasing her father, right? <laughs> but the fact that an 11-year-old would even know enough to say, yes. you know, a con- comment about, a cho- uh, you know, assuming, uh, my gender. assuming gender, you know, that's, that was, it caught me off guard. Oh. <laughs> it gave me a great teaching opportunity, that's for sure. Oh, I tell you, moms and dads, you got your work cut out. I mean, and grandpas and grandmas, too. Uh, we've all got to engage here uh, because these are dicey days. There's no doubt about it. Oof. All right, Gus. Well, we got to get you on that commission to lead up to the 250th birthday. You know, you'd be good on there. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm all for it. <laughs> all right. God bless you. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Thanks, brother. Thank all you. right. Pastor Gus Booth, Warroad Community Church. Always great to have him on here on Your Life, God's Truth, Your QFM.